back. It is Wednesday. I don't have any audio clips for you today. We're just going to talk about a few different topics. U.S. Navy used drag queen influencers to attract a wide range of new troops as recruitment plummets. I, what? What genius thought that it was a good idea to use drag queen influencers to try to influence young men and women to join the Navy. I mean, the Navy already has a bad reputation (laughs) for uh, certain things. But what has, what, I just want to know what, what complete genius is sitting behind a desk that says, hey, you know what's really going to bring a lot of troops in here? Where we could really get to these people. I mean, we're going to touch the hearts of these kids. And we're going to get these kids lining up to sign up for service. We're going to get some drag queen influencers. <laughs> I just I, I just want to know what complete and utter moron thought that this was a great idea. The Navy brought on some active duty drag queens to participate in a plot program aimed at reaching a wider audience through popular social media platforms as the military faces severe recruitment woes, as Navy spokesman told the Daily Caller Foundation. Do you know why our recruitment is so low? It would be hard to get a younger generation wanting to join the military to protect a country that for the last 13, 14 years of their lives, maybe longer, depending on how old they are when they're going into service, you have been indoctrinating them, teaching them that America is a trash country to live in. Don't you think that a lot of them probably don't want to join because you've been indoctrinating them for the past 13 plus years, telling them how great we never were, how racist we all are, how flawed our systems are, how capitalism is evil, how every white person is bad. Don't you think that they probably wouldn't want to join? Don't you think that when the left is celebrating the burning of flags the destruction of our statues, and the applauding from the left. Don't you think that might just put a little wrinkle in your plan? Maybe a lot of these young kids that are seeing all that and they're being fed all this crap probably say to themselves, why the hell would I join the military to fight for this piece of garbage country? (laughs) Does that, uh, is uh, is anybody else here on the same page with me? Uh, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't strike me as, uh, oh, I can't understand why people don't want to join the military anymore. I completely understand. I just don't understand how they believe that by somehow putting a drag queen influencer in there that all of a sudden you think numbers are going to skyrocket. How many drag queens do you think are in the army or the military or, or the, the Navy? How many? Out of curiosity. I, don't, I, mean, I, we, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I mean, I can see the good side to it. I mean, warrior types, you know, uh, anybody else seeing what we're doing over here in the United States and that we're seeing that we're putting drag influencers to try to get people in the military. We want them to dress up as girls on the battlefield. It's great. Yeah. I'm I'm sure the other countries think that we look so dangerous that, oh my God, don't you dare step foot near America because look at their, they have the most elite 
soldiers in the world. I have never seen a group of guys that knew how to put makeup on better than them. They are scary on the battlefield. And not because of their weapons, just because of the way they look. <laughs> I can't I can't begin to understand why we're having recruitment problems again. It's just it's mind boggling. Uh, we really are a joke. Uh, we're continuing down this reckless path and we're we're just a joke. And everybody that's in any any position of leadership, whether it be in the government or corporate media or whatever, all of you are just making us look like a complete joke to the entire world. Not to be taken seriously, to be laughed off, to be brushed off, not to be feared, not to be respected, just to say, oh, that, that's the freak show over there. Don't, don't pay no mind to what they're doing over there. I mean, if you want a good laugh, turn on TV and watch them, but otherwise... Pay no attention to those people. That's they're, they're all insane. There's there's something wrong with all of them. There. Amazing. I, I saw that, and I'm just. It, it, sometimes you see articles, and you know they always have clickbait. So the uh, title is not always necessarily what the article is about. But then you get into the article, and you read the entire article, and they give you all the percentages of how down the military is, which we've gone over a few different times throughout the the last three years. Um, about how our numbers continue to drop. And uh, you read the whole article, and it's not surprising, it's not shocking. It wasn't clickbait. It is what it is. But you just shake your head because it's just, it's that ridiculous. That I can't, 10 years ago, we could never, we would never, we could never imagine this would happen. This could never actually happen. People wouldn't tolerate it. People wouldn't stand for it. You're not attracting anybody by doing that. Everybody would look at you. We as Americans would look at you, laugh, and make fun of you. And that would include liberals. If liberals saw us in, in 10, 15 years ago, you saw them running an ad for drag queens to be in the military, you would be on every skit of every comedy show that we put on TV, and they'd be making fun of everybody in the Navy. And then the Navy would get labeled that the Navy's a, a place for gay people. That, I mean, it's, am I wrong? Depending on how old you are, am I wrong? God, I remember watching when I was, uh, this is my teenage years, but in living color. Oh my God, nobody was safe. Nobody. One of the best, best comedy half hours on TV. I mean, that's when Saturday Night Live was, still had some reasonably good people involved, so their skits were still pretty decent. Some of them, they were starting to wane at that time because you know, about the time that um, both of those shows collapsed is about when everything stopped being funny and they just kind of got stupid. But in living color, nobody was safe. You did something like that, oh, you better be ready because they're going to be just all over you <laughs> on that show. It was, it was quite amazing. That's how we kept people in check. That's, it was, uh, that was good. I wanted to mention something just because when I'm telling you, when I'm telling you, I was scrolling through Twitter. You know, just happened to see Tyler Zed posted this. And I, I literally fell out of my chair laughing. And my wife's like, why are you laughing so hard? And I was just like, I, I love when people give other people responses 
that catch you with your mouth open. They don't have to use obscenities, curse words. They just hit you with a real basic statement that just destroys you, and it's hysterical. So PETA, if you don't know who that is, I would assume most people do. PETA, they're all against um, eating animals. They're, they're, the, they're animal testing, eating animals, everything. Uh, these are the people that flowered, or a member of theirs, or a follower of theirs, I don't know which one it was, uh, flowered Kim Kardashian in one of her, because she was wearing leather or a real alligator skin or whatever the hell she was wearing. Doesn't matter. But th- th- those are those crazy people. So anyways, PETA, I guess on Instagram, which I am not on, sent out a message that said, next time you think of eating a chicken, remember that they had a family just like you. (laughs) And Mr. Louis Vuitton, okay, responded to this. This is why I order the family bucket at KFC. No one gets left behind. (laughs) I, I thought it was great. I just, I died laughing. So I'm like, ha, that's it. You just destroyed that right there. It's like, yeah, you're talking about a family. That's why. I don't want anybody to get left behind. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take them all. We're going to eat them all. Don't you worry about it. I don't know. I felt like sharing that just because I actually thought that was pretty darn funny. All right. <laughs> Move on to the next thing here. I have been constantly... Yeah, I think if you've listened to me long enough, you know that I pretty much stay on the trans thing because it's ridiculous. Um, I stay on the AI thing because it's scary. Uh, and uh, I climate change because it's bullcrap. Electric vehicles because it's bullcrap. So there are certain topics that I frequently revisit as things I'm reading more and seeing more because those are, to me, some of the most ridiculous things that we tend to talk about. Well, <clears throat> since you know I am pretty much paranoid of AI. And I think that we, you know, we're, we're going to go back to my whole Terminator 2 revolution, revelation, revolution, revelation, whatever it is here that uh, I'm assuming that pretty soon there's going to be these skeleton looking robots shooting laser guns and killing all of us. Uh, well, when I read articles like the ones I've been reading for the last day and a half, uh, it doesn't exactly, you know, uh, give me any confidence that that's not going to happen. The proclaimed godfather of AI, 75-year-old, uh, turning prize-winning uh, Jeffrey Hinton, joins several other tech pioneers and notables in warning of the impacts of artificial intelligence. Hinton was a uh, Hinton was partially responsible for the development of the AI technology that is used by the biggest companies in the tech industry, according to the New York Times. On Monday, Hinton, a decade-long Google uh, employee, tweeted in the New York Times today, Cad Metz implies, I left Google so that I could actually criticize Google. Actually, I left so that I could talk about the dangers of AI without considering how this impacts Google. Google has uh, acted very responsibly so i guess they're being as responsible as possible with ai however responsible you can get hinton originally believed that we were 30 to 50 years away from reaching a critical point in ai development however he now says i no longer think that way Uh, he said that part of him regrets helping with the development of ai and that uh, it could one day replace people in the workplace 
and help disseminate misinformation. Hinton told New York Times, I console myself with my normal excuse. If I hadn't done it, somebody else would have. This is the guy that created certain parts of AI to assist in this, in this new technology. We are literally having every smart person, okay, now I'm not, I'm throwing up air quotes here, but I guess every tech savvy smart person that had anything to do with AI, just about all the biggest ones are saying that we not only need to pause this, but we really need to take a hard look and do some additional work and research on AI because they go through a host of problems that AI has. Uh, One of the biggest things that I've noticed reading I must have read 10 different articles on this um, just just uh, today. It seems to me from the articles, what I'm picking up is they don't even understand why the system does some of the things that it does, nor can they predict or anticipate the system's next move, if that makes sense to you. So basically, um, they're not in control. I mean, end result, you're not in control. This this AI system is going to do whatever it wants to do. They don't understand why it does certain things. They don't understand the direction it goes in sometimes. Uh, and they'll, they just kind of lay back to wait and see. I, I don't know about you, but that in itself is very problematic. You don't understand how the system works 100%. Why did you launch it? I mean, obviously, there are bugs in the system's that need to be worked out. But instead of taking the time to work these out, to really fully understand and figure these, these uh, programs out completely, you guys just got to be the first out of the box. We got to launch it out to the world. And there it is. I think they said up to a hundred million people are using. Um, I don't know if it was specifically the, the chat bot or if it is the combination of the chat and the, the couple other models that are out there right now. But it's already 100 million people are using this. And what it's doing is it's learning from all of its users. So it's constantly feeding itself information based upon how we are using it. I even read one in here, and that one potentially could have been from The Blaze. Uh, I'm kind of scrolling through here to see what I got. Um, anyways, I forget who it was from. But I even read one here that says that uh, they opened it up to the internet and within a very short period of time, it absorbed everything that it needed to absorb on the internet. And then it started absorbing everything that it needed to absorb for whatever reason, because it showed an interest in it, which is already weird to say that it's a machine is showing interest in anything, but um, in videos and it taught itself everything about videos. Um, Everything here is, is disastrous and dangerous. You know, once you imagine having unlimited information, I mean, you're talking about a program here that could gather every single piece of information from the beginning of time. If it understands how videos are used and how people speak, I mean, you're getting to a point where this thing could manipulate anybody. It could be the master manipulator, which is why they're concerned about disinformation. If it takes somebody like myself and it goes and downloads, I think this week, I'm correct. I have to go back to double check, make sure I'm not off. But I believe Friday will be my 500th episode. If that's the case, it has 500 episodes varying anywhere from 
uh, when I was sick, maybe 12 or 13 minutes long, all the way up to an excess of over an hour long. The way I speak, how I, you know, uh, how I think, uh, who I talk to, my audience, just different habits that I have in speaking, it could literally manipulate you by putting together something that sounds exactly like me when it actually it wasn't me. This is where, you know, it doesn't need to be Terminator style. This is where Donald Trump, let's go with Donald Trump, most hated man by the left of all time. Take everything that man has ever said on television. It it's absorbs all of that information. It absorbs voice patterns and where it can mimic, where it can mimic his voice perfectly, how he speaks, uh, the, just everything about him, his mannerism, everything. And it could generate a, a literally a fake video that would be almost undeniable to anybody that sees it because anybody that sees it would look at that and say, nah, there's no way that's Donald Trump, but you're being fed disinformation. So it may not have to be Terminator. It may just be enough to disrupt us in society enough where we just continue to tear ourselves apart because right now we are tearing ourselves apart. It's one of the biggest problems we have in America is that because of all the myths and disinformation from, I'm going to say both sides because you're getting it a lot from either or uh, mainstream media, they're tearing us apart. You know, how many times have I told you in the past, my generation was the best. We didn't care who people were. We didn't care if you're black, white, Chinese. It, it didn't matter. We know what Spanish, no one cared. We didn't care who you dated. We didn't care about any of that. It's only now after Obama and Biden that they begin to, to wedge us apart again, where now everybody's starting to be against everybody again. And it's not supposed to be like that. We got out of that phase. We were moving so far ahead right before Obama got elected that by this time, racism should be uh, ancient history, just like most everything else from the past. But instead, because of all the myths and disinformation and the constant poking of the bear, you know, you, they got everybody rowdied up again, and then you're, you are literally pinning people against other people. How, how long do you think you can watch videos of people being attacked? You see these young, these young Antifa members attacking the elderly people. It doesn't even matter a color. <coughs> uh, elderly people in the street. Just attack them and beat them up for no reason. How many times are we seeing videos now of black people attacking white people? And why are they attacking white people? Is it because of the crap they're being fed? They're getting fed up because they're buying into the bullcrap. More than likely, okay, we are tearing ourselves apart. They and it's because of them. So imagine what AI could do just by generating a few different uh, video clips, audio clips, and giving you information to um, change your opinion and to all accounts indoctrinate you into thinking the way the system wants you to think. If you have every big mind that's involved in this telling you we need to hit the pause button we need to hit the stop button I think you would think that people with technology would just would just chill out and slow down but they're not um it is possible to hit the pause button it's absolutely possible we can do it now I know the the big argument for that is going to be well if we stop other countries won't um reading what I've read it seems that we are more advanced in this than almost any other country. So if we hit a pause button to better understand these systems, to work some of the bugs and the kinks out of them, and you know, try to be responsible with this, 
we should be okay. Nobody's going to get there before you. I know one of the biggest concerns is China, and I even had that and mentioned that concern myself. But if you really dig deep into this, you will find out that China may possess a lot of the technology. However, because you can see that these programs cannot be contained and they're a little bit reckless with the way that they operate, uh, China, I think, is afraid that it will start giving its people the right information that China's hiding from them. So, which makes them leery about launching this. They don't really want to launch it because then people are going to figure out how much they're being lied to and how much <clears throat> how much freedom they don't have, which I'm pretty sure they're aware of most of that. But then they'll start getting the truth, which will make it even more dangerous uh, f- uh, for the regime over there. So, we can hit the pause button. China's not as... China's not the concern I think we thought it was just from everything I read. They don't seem like like we have to be overly concerned that they are going to be, if we don't do it, they're going to launch it. I think we should hit the pause button and listen to all the smart people, quote unquote smart people, listen to all the smart people for once and say, you know what, hey, let's, let's, let's get these things, you know, buttoned up before we relaunch them again. You know, we did a, do a test run. Tell everybody you're pulling it back offline, you're pulling it back out because we see some of the problems that we're having and we're going to fix them. But, you know, people in Silicon Valley, stupid people, these are the quote-unquote smart stupid people, um, they won't do it. They'll just keep telling you that, oh, we're the latest version is coming out. And the latest version, and we're fixing all the bugs as the versions keep coming out. Ultimately, while they're doing that, this machine is absorbing its learning and potentially already beginning the manipulation of people. So AI, my, my, my worst, my worst fear, uh, seems to be coming true pretty quick and in a hurry. Uh, I, I wish that, uh, we had some people that had some sense left, but, um, we talked about the debt ceiling yesterday or the deficit, uh, default, sorry, Jesus, I'm, I mean, well, all of them are relevant, but. We talked about the default yesterday, and uh, just a quick update on that. It looks like Biden is now willing to sit down with McCarthy and talk about what what is in the package and what can be pulled out and what can't be pulled out. This is the time where, since Joe Biden is willing to speak with McCarthy, now you have to hold McCarthy's feet to the fire. That, no, you need to stand firm on all your spending cuts to make us more responsible financially do not back down and give in to this crap and raise the debt ceiling. You need to stand firm in it. I don't know if McCarthy will. I have told, I have expressed to you many times, uh, I do not trust McCarthy. I think McCarthy's a snake. Uh, I don't have any love for that guy. I don't I mean, not that I have any love for any politician, but uh, I certainly don't trust that man. I think that man is definitely a swamp creature. He looks like one. He talks like, you know what they say, yeah, you walk like a duck, you quack like a duck, you must be a duck. Yeah, okay, well, he, he walks like a swamp creature, he talks like a squaw, swamp creature, must be a swamp creature. That's how I feel. So we will see if he stands in there and does as he is supposed to do and stands his ground and do what's best for the American people. Um, I think, you know, I remember I said it, it, it looks better for Joe Biden if he does bargain <clears throat> with him. Um, maybe somebody came to that revelation just as I did and said, Hey, you're going to have to, at a minimum, have a sit down with them. Then they can spin it some more and media will help them out with that. And they'll, 
make it look worse than it really is, and they can really try to push the blame back on McCarthy and his side, which buys them a little bit more time and whatnot. But uh, hopefully, McCarthy and and his <clears throat> his team there will stand up to Biden in their reckless spending and rein that in. We will uh, we will see. I know that my uh, my episodes are a little bit short this week, but I'm actually on vacation. So I'm still trying to get the information out. I'm probably not spending as much time as I would like to here, but uh, definitely want to continue on. You know, if you agree to do something for people, you, I believe you stand by your word. So if it's five days a week, it's five days a week. Um, so I, I apologize if they're not long enough. I know I'm, I'm cutting them a little bit short every day. I, I was trying to get closer to 30 minutes or a little bit over 30 minutes and kind of hang in there this week. Not so much. I'm a little bit short. Like I said, I'm on vacation, so... Still still showing up, just maybe uh, not as long. And that does it. <laughs> On that note, I'm done. Uh, if, if you like what you're hearing, rate and review me, please. Uh, if you'd like to uh, reach out to me, littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section. Uh, beyond that, have a beautiful Wednesday. We will do it again tomorrow.